0: He runs a website called The Black Bookie, which is very cool. You ought to stop by and check that out. And his slogan is, and I I haven't hit this before. I'm going to hit it this time because it's the best one. His his slogan is, if you snooze, you lose. And indeed, that is the case. There are only so many money-making opportunities to be had. And he's going to tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today?
1: Good morning, Arkansas. Welcome to the Snooze, You Lose Podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe. Joined by me, Ron the Don. What's going on, champ? Hey, how's it going? Uh, glad to be back, as always. <laughs> Episode four, rocking out again. I want you to be honest with me. You gotta be honest with me here. Yeah? All right, let's see. Are you gonna
2: leave the booth to also go play tight end? Um, that's the plan. My agent <laughs> has is finalizing the papers, but you won't be hurt if that happens, right? Uh, I'm definitely gonna be hurt. Okay. Well, who's
1: gonna bring me beer?
2: Booger, you, obviously. You, you have two <laughs> jobs here. For those who don't know, Rondedon has two
1: jobs, one to bring me beer, and two for all you sports fanatics that want to talk about the combine and salary cap and none of that crap we care about. What beer did you bring today?
2: Uh, I bought a special for us today. I bought us Oyster Ray Brewery Barn Rocker, inspired from the Nassau Coliseum and the New York Islanders. (laughs) That's disgusting. Not as bad as the terrible takes that I that I was listening to all this week. That's the gross. So you you brought a Ranger fan. Barn rocker. By the way, what the hell is wrong with y'all? No, there's nothing wrong with us. See, as you know, I'm the I'm the resident sports fan, the fanatic and stuff like that. So I'm going to talk as a fan right now. Yeah. Nothing wrong with us. What is with all these stupid takes? Like Sh- like Sean Avery coming here saying we're disgraceful. <laughs> yeah, looking yeah. like
1: shout out to Avery. No,
2: absolutely screw Avery. Nothing wrong with us. Why? What? You... Uh, what is wrong with? Listen. Okay. First
1: of all, it's a game in February. Yeah. You win a playoff game. Okay. It's a game in February. A regular season game in Feb- February. Yes. <laughs> Second of all, what w- what did you
2: want him to say? You feel betrayed? Huh? Look, do I feel betrayed? No. But do I like the way he, le- he left? Absolutely quietly? not. Quietly? He didn't leave quietly at all. He w- he was supposed... What what was supposed to happen... For it, those that don't know, we're talking about John Tavares. Yes, so sorry. A uh, little, little context. We're talking about the uh, Thursday game when John Tavares finally came back onto the island. Onto the island at the Coliseum. Which is fine. Listen, I agree with you to some extent. I saw
1: idiots talking about... Oh, we're getting so soft. You can't even boo anymore. The booing is not the problem. He, I get that. Yeah, of course you should boo. I 100% understand that. Mm-hmm. But we're handing out traitor towels. We're throwing snakes. We're throwing his own jersey at him. We're burning jerseys. What's wrong with that,
2: though? <coughs> it's February. It's February. But, and he but, didn't do anything but wrong. Di- but didn't that... And you're winning. But didn't that... Look... That's why you heard the we don't need you chant. That's fine. That's why that's why we heard the Barzys better chant. That's why we. It was great. Did you did you hear the atmosphere in that one in that in the Coliseum that day? It was honestly nothing I've ever seen in a North American sport. It was. It's the smallest arena in the NHL. Fourteen thousand. That's. But you heard you heard that like it was like it was thirty grand in in that arena it was amazing the atmosphere was absolutely amazing and yes. we're here criticizing that because yeah. we're chanting because we're Cause chanting because you just didn't chant you did a lot more than chant what's what what through plastic snakes <coughs> during warm-ups the, Jer- the jersey tossed at Tavares a little too much i want to say okay. but i was hearing oh man toronto fans are gonna get beat up they're gonna get assaulted and stuff like that oh. they're gonna be they're gonna be i, was, I didn't see you going that far But that those were the shitty takes that I heard all the all the time that this was gonna happen. Nothing like that happened. All we did was create an absolutely incredible atmosphere there. Yes, the venom was was directed at was directed at one man, but come on, what are we doing here? Like 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 we're like we're basically telling him to like go jump off a bridge and die. No, we were just close, huh? (laughs) It was close. It felt like it, but it felt like it. But either way, mm -hmm. one one last point. It's not also like we're, like we're butthurt too. John Tavares is also butthurt. If you see him in the uh, interviews after that game, you can tell that he's genuinely mad that he's getting this much venom from New York College. He doesn't
1: deserve it because he doesn't deserve it.
2: But all you all you should have done was, hey guys, I'm leaving at the end of the season, and you we wouldn't. When have did bl- you want him to say that? At the beginning of the of that year of that year so we yep. could have traded him gotten some assets We got we got zero you assets. knew there
1: was a chance. He was leaving
2: absolutely so you should traded him regardless But he was so adamant During the season that he was going to come back that he was going to come back to the team that management didn't see Didn't see a reason to do that and then all of a sudden a week before it's like, oh, let's round it Let's round all the teams up to see <laughs> to like bid on my feelings Oh, gotta go back to Toronto now, and that's why you get all this. Isn't he from there? Yeah, he. If he went home. Okay. He went home, but you said this was your new home.
1: Ten years. Look, Look, hell of a ten. But The beer isn't that bad. Thank you. Uh, Barn Rocker. Mm
2: -hmm. For For those who can
1: follow Ron the Don on Twitter, yes, he will be giving out his beer reviews. Wait, your, your is your Twitter handle in like
2: Hebrew or something? What the hell is your Twitter handle? It's Ron underscore. L L (laughs) E L underscore Don. Ronald Don. (laughs) Ronald
1: Don. (laughs) But you are listening to the Snooze You Lose Podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe, joined by me, the very passionate Ron the Don. You are listening to the Snooze You Lose Podcast. Don't forget to check out the website, theblackbookie.com. Follow us on Twitter, at theblackbookie. Instagram, at theblackbookie. Give us a like on Facebook, Uncle Joe. You can check us out, Apple Music, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Tell a friend to tell a friend. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. This is a sports betting podcast where we are here to teach you how to win, money management, discipline. The motto will always be win together, lose together. We're like these other smucks who are giving you seven, eight plays and aren't taking them. Any pick we give out, we take. And the point of this podcast is to recap the picks we gave out to show you why you should invest with us. And it, it just chaps my ass too because I saw some clown on Twitter. He's posting like, He went three and two for the night. He's like nine straight winning days. Like, okay, yes, you you won more than you lost. Mm -hmm. But three and two is, you could have won like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. Exactly. Not that I'm knocking anybody's paper. Mm -hmm. But don't tell the people you got nine straight winning weeks, (laughs) 10 straight winning weeks, and you went three and two.
2: Where you're basically just going a tiny bit above 500.
1: Yeah, like, come on. Mm -hmm. We're our snooze or lose pick our free pick it's been eleven and three in the last two weeks absolutely crushing it make sure you follow the twitter at the black every day give the daily free snooze or lose pick and uh let's jump right into that and recap mm. before we do that actually i had somebody that listened to the show last week and i want to obviously thank everybody who tunes in and listens to the show thank you guys and you know he said to me a good point he was like when you're on that mic you are on Donna there, I could definitely tell you guys know what you're talking about. The information is there. But he's like, I'm new to sports betting. So from a listener's standpoint, he doesn't know everything we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I get that. That 100% makes sense. So I'm going to break down a little bit about what we're talking about so it's a smooth listen. But I also want people to understand is I don't care if you can't spell the word bet. <laughs> if you can't spell bet, you can't spell wager, you can't even spell sport. That's what we're here for. I don't need you to know what I'm doing. I get from a listener standpoint why it's an easier to listen to what we're talking about to obviously be able to follow. But just like an accountant, you know, a financial advisor, a teacher, or thing like that, I'm going to do the work for you. You don't need to know. You, like I said, you don't even need to know how to spell the word sport. <laughs> Go to the Twitter. Hit up the website. I will guide you. This is not blind leading the blind. I will take you to the promised land. Trust in us. We will get you there. You don't even need to know how this stuff works. To be honest with you, I've seen it. We've seen it. We watched. You know, we've seen that documentary mm-hmm. where guy didn't even know he put 30 grand on a bet. He didn't even know how to place the bet. <laughs> so you don't need to even know what we're doing. I mean, I was, but I understand why you want to understand to keep up with the show about what we're talking about.
2: I'm, that 100 percent makes sense. I'm with the fan too. I remember when you first started doing sports betting. You, when you told me like all like the nuances, I was like, "What is this world?" and <laughs> It's a completely different. World. Yeah, it but is. It's just
1: like us going into Wall Street. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with stocks or anything like that. You know, I don't necessarily know, but I'm gonna give my money to somebody to invest it and figure it out for me and bring me back money. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're here to do. So real quick, I'm just gonna break down a few things. For the most part, things you hear is like money line. So money line means we're just picking a team to win straight up. Doesn't matter if they win by one point. Or 100 points, they just have to win. Normally, when you take the money line, you're gonna put more money up to win the same amount. Uh, you that's called chalk, you're putting a little bit extra chalk to get the job done, but that way you're eliminating the points. You don't care if they win by one, you win by 100. The other thing is the spread, So the spread is the line Vegas sets out whether it's minus three, minus 10, minus 11. If you take a team with the spread and they're minus four. They have to win by five points or more. They win by four, you push. They win by two, your money's gone. You take a team against the spread, you take them plus four. As long as they don't lose by five or more, you get your money. They only lose by four, so push once again. They lose by two, they lose by one. They even win the game, you get your paper. Mm-hmm. Then you have the over and the under. We don't do a lot of over-unders here, mm-hmm. um, you know, my, and, you know, obviously check out the website. We have the awesome check and scores responsibly shirts. You know, me personally, I do like the under. Mm-hmm. But we don't give out too many unders, but over and under is where Vegas once again puts out a total for both teams combined. What the final score will be combined for both teams, and you either think it's gonna be more than that number or less than that number. You think it's more than that number and it goes over, you get your money. You think it's gonna be less than that number and it doesn't go over that number, you get your money. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, over and unders, spreads, and money lines. That's it. You got your props and your teasers and your first halves. You don't have to worry about that. We, were gonna do, we do a little teaser action. I'm not really a first half guy. You don't have to worry about that. Um, but that, that's really the gist of it. That's the heart and soul of it. Money line, spread, over and under. You want to start getting into props, you want to start getting into teasers, first halves, quarters. Coin flips. Coin flips. <laughs> email me, Uncle Joe at theblackbookie.com we can talk about that in personal but that's really how it breaks down so if anything if you learn nothing else go to your job tomorrow or get off your lunch break after you hear this and you can tell Janice how you learned about the money line today you can tell Barbara how you learned about the spread you can tell Ricky in the back
2: how you learned about the over under it's, it's, if anything else you got that today it's good cooler talk right <laughs> that's what you got by the, by the way of course a defense guy likes the under come on now I love it. Ugh, no fun. I love man. the other. No fun. <laughs> so what do we do this
1: week? What was the recap? Well, we finished. it finished very, very well. Another 10 and 4 week. Come on, people. It's a 10 and 4. It, it's, it's getting to the point now where I'm like, what more do we have to do? Because that's the point of this podcast. Obviously, we're here to drink beer and talk about sports and how you the fans are out of your damn mind. <laughs> but the point of this is to put money in your pockets. Mm-hmm. This is an investment. Episode four, three out of those four weeks we have been positive. The last two weeks, plus four hundred, 400.
2: Plus 400. Ten, a, ten, a ten and four week, back to back two, ten and four weeks. This is time we want a little bit more money. Uh, f- plus four seventy, and that's again on hundred dollar bets. Correct. <laughs> Every pick we give out. Normally, for
1: the hundred, every, let me, let me say every pick. When we recap the pick and the money that we made at the end of the week, it's for our $100 betters. We have $50 betters. We have $100 betters. We have $250 betters. It, it really brought a tear to my eye. I want to say it was Friday or Saturday. I don't know. We'll get to it. It's one of the picks. But I gave out Penn State,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and a buddy of mine sent me a picture with a wad of cash at the casino because he took Penn State. Oh. And, it, and that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. He sent me a picture. Bang! You're like that easy. You're like trusting a, the process, helping his trip better, helping my day be better. It was awesome. You're and like that's are Santa it's all Claus about. in that point. Yeah, and <laughs> it's it's March. <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing the Christmas, the presents home early. It's March and we're getting it done. So let's get into the picks. Let's talk about what we did. This week started off. It was uh, February twenty fifth. The snooze you lose pick was Florida State minus twelve. They played Notre Dame. Uh, they didn't. They won the game, but they didn't cover the minus twelve. They won sixty-eight to sixty-one. Uh, they're eighteenth ranked in the country. This game was tied at half, um, and they did outscore Notre Dame thirty-five to twenty-eight in the second half. But they were very sluggish all game. You mm-hmm. could tell they were sluggish all game. Even though that game was at home, they were sluggish. It was their third game in seven days. Mm-hmm. When you read that, it doesn't sound like much, but, but you you know, college tra- kids—they're traveling. They mm-hmm. are. In quotations, going to class, <laughs> but they, you know they're traveling, they're busy. So the last six minutes and thirty-five seconds of that game, um, it was fifty-seven to fifty-five. So they went on an eleven-to-six run to close it out, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just a little too late, and they they
2: didn't cover for us. As like I said,
1: they only won that game mm-hmm. by seven, as we had it at the minus
2: twelve. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you see, like you see, like those those. Uh, anytime there's like a compact, um, compact and schedule like in college yeah it's, it's got it's got to bring some effect it, it to catches it. up to them yeah. it to the
1: average man you don't think that it catches up to them you know mm-hmm. they aren't even being chartered in planes you know they're not an nba or nfl or whatever they're, they're not, not Santa the mandarin yeah they're they're on buses mm-hmm. you know like i said quotations they're going to class <laughs> they have things to do they're snapchatting mm-hmm. you know it's, it gets busy but so they didn't cover that so we started the day on one uh, then our premium pick, we went Kansas State, plus five against Kansas. They lost that one 64-49. to um, Kansas State was in this game. Kansas went on a 12-2 run right before the half. And K-State hasn't won back-to-back games against Kansas since 1994. So quite
2: a bit of history there. And I got to give it up for uh, Kansas' home record and stuff. Just undefeated at home. Uh, Keep figuring it out. Yeah, just... What an amazing, what an amazing home court advantage right there.
1: I don't know how. I mean, it's going to obviously help them and get them yeah. to a higher seating, mm-hmm. heading into conference play and the tournament. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, when a push comes to shove, and we're putting money down on teams and March Madness, mm-hmm. that's a team I'm not really. Gonna be first to circle them or put my money on them because yeah. they can't win on the road. They can't, they can't win anywhere else. Exactly. If it's not a close enough game where their fans are gonna show up and have an impact on it, mm-hmm. if they gotta go seven hours somewhere or something like that, we like signed, Florida. Dis- yeah. No mm-hmm. thanks. Mm-hmm. I, I will at least, if they win the game, I'll take the other team at least to cover. Okay. Yeah. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So, that was Monday, and always like I say, hate starting off on a bad foot on Monday because, as the legend goes. On Mondays, you're either as high as a skyscraper mm-hmm. or as low as a groundhog. <laughs> so Monday we went 0 2. We were always a groundhog, low as a groundhog. We did fight back. Uh, moving on 226. 26, lose pick. We had St. Louis plus 10 against VCU. They covered. They lost the game 71 to 65, but they did cover. And that was a game where it, w- it was tight. Um, St. Louis trailed 41 to 27 at half. So. Going into the locker room did not look pretty, but they outscored VCU 38-30 to 30 in the second half. VCU, I felt like they got a little extra points on the line because they were the home team. Mm-hmm. I think looking at this on the right of my eye, when I saw it, that it should have been around like a minus 7, maybe a minus 8 max. Yes. I didn't really see that as a minus 10 game for them because of their home record.
2: Saying that, their home record it was very good going, 14-1. Yeah,
1: 14-1 at home. So I think you know Vegas kind of inflated that line a little bit. And they did win nine straight games going into that. Mm-hmm. So they had won nine straight matchups before.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. They had a very good win streak going. Yeah,
1: in. yeah. Mm-hmm. so they, they kept it going. They won 10 straight, mm-hmm. but they did not cover the plus 10. St. Louis played tough, and they covered for us. And that's mm-hmm. all you can ask for, show up and do your job and bring the money home. Uh, premium pick, we took Virginia Tech plus four against Duke. They won that game outright, 77-72. to 72. And this was kind of a no-brainer. I know we get back to no Zion. Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech was at home. They had the depth inside. Um, this is the third straight time beating Duke at home all on February 26th.
2: What a stat to pull out. That's, that's why you come here, guys. Look at that. That is research at its finest, guys. If it ain't broke,
1: don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You got to ride with that. February 26th, at home, Duke again, no Zion. Why not? Sign me up. Mm-hmm. And it was Kevin Blackshear, 23 points, 10 rebounds. They had no answer for him. They absolutely dominated in the paint. And that's been Duke's problem mm-hmm. since Zion went down. I mean, you saw it right away in the North Carolina game. They have no post presence. Mm-hmm. R.J. Barrett's going to shoot 50 shots. <laughs> they can't stop anyone on defense on the inside. And Blackshear just dominated. Mm-hmm. And that, that was an easy cover. Yeah. Uh, Duke did fight. I mean, like, 77-72. The so no, the they did yeah, fight.
2: It wasn't a blowout but, at all.
1: And that was one where I'll take the points at home every time. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and like you said, like, missing a freak like Zion out there. I mean, yeah, completely changes, like, the whole out, look out for the game, you know. So we bounce back and go two and zero that day. So we're
1: now even on the week. We bounce back on that Tuesday, and that's huge. That's mm. huge. You don't you don't want to get too big of a hole. And that's why I tell people all the time: you don't need seven, eight, nine games. You go zero and two, you can bounce back. You take seven, eight games. You go three and four,
2: two and six, you're done. So like you said, like imagine going, like, one and five. On on like a Monday, and 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 then and then you and then you go two and three and so two and three on the next day. It's like I said, high as a skyscraper or low as a groundhog. You go one and five on Monday.
1: We'll see you next spring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll see you next spring because that's that's the only way that's gonna end. So two twenty seven, our snooze loose pick was Baylor, money line against Texas. They won that game eighty four to eighty three in overtime. And honestly, this was a game I turned off. I'm sitting here watching this game, like Baylor's really starting to chat my ass. <laughs> you are at home. I believe they're like 12 and four at home. Texas is two and seven on the road. You already lost to Texas in Texas. You're at home fighting for your lives on the bubble, trying to get into the tournament, and you're getting blown out at the crib. Mm-hmm. What, what, they were down 19. 19. Down 19. Trails 40 to 29 at half. Like I said, Texas 2 and 6 on the road. This was a revenge game. You're 13 and 4 at the crib. It was like 51. I want to say it was like 51 to 36 where I I turned it off. And then one last grace before I went to sleep. I checked the score. I saw 71 71.
2: (laughs) Is it it a time when you just like grab the remote and like, all right, let's turn this
1: back? Let's turn this back. Put it back on. (laughs) Put it back
2: on, and it's funny because I have a friend who's—I know he's definitely
1: listening—and he says all the time, "I love watching my demise. I love watching my demise. If a team is starting to blow it, I will sit there and watch so he just every in single it? freaking turnover. I can't help it. As much as torturous as it can be, but I need to know why. You know why? Because reading it." Or seeing stats doesn't tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. So I like to see it. I like to know why for myself, why did this team blow this lead? Or why did they not win this game? Or what happened down the stretch? Or why were you up this much and lost? I like to be able to give my own perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Instead of just read you know, mm-hmm. read some column about it or see some tweet about it or you know, just see the final score. But it's crazy to hear that he completely revels in the fact uh, of his misery. That, <laughs> you know, he sits right there. And he lets me watch my complete demise, <laughs> and there's nothing I could do. It's nothing I he's and he tells me all the time, like turn it off, just turn it off. Mm-hmm. And it worked this time. Mm-hmm. So thank you to him, cause he, I mean I wasn't with him when the Baylor game was happening, but it worked this time. I turned the game off, and like I said, it was one last valiant effort. I saw 71-71. I was like, whiz remote, <laughs> Wizard. remote. Gotta put it back on. So then we go premium. We went Cincinnati money against SMU. They won this game 52 to 49. The spread for this game was minus 4. And like I tell people all the time, sometimes you have to lay the little bit of chalk because this game was minus 4. Cincinnati only ended up winning this game by 3. Okay. So if you took that minus 4, you sat there for 2 hours and left with your dick in your hand because <laughs> they didn't cover. Sometimes you have to lay the chalk, not every time. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you have to take a 2 minus 250 heavy favorite. Or a minus two thirty heavy favorite, but every now and then, if a team's three four points, take the one seventy. You know, throw the points out the window. Don't sit there and torture yourself Well, me, my demise. Don't sit there and torture yourself and watch that happen. You know, they covered. That was a, I knew that game was gonna be a dog fight too. It was a dog fight since he was on the road. Uh, they are ranked twenty third. Uh, SMU is thirteen and fifteen on the season, but I knew it was gonna be a fight. They led twenty eight to twenty two at half. And like I said, the line was minus four. We took the money line. They only won by three. And we'll take it every time.
2: So for like a a new better, uh, is that where you suggest them taking that money line thing, three, four points?
1: If it's in that three, four range, take the money line. Don't sit there and torture yourself. If the road team is getting three or less, don't even take them at all. Back the home team. We saw it this week. I talked about it last week. And... Off the top, I've jotted it down in my notes because I saw teams this week, the same thing happened. Uh, the Pacers got burned like that. They were like a minus one favorite against the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. On the road, they lost. Wisconsin got burned this week like that. Maryland was a minus one, minus one and a half favorite against uh, Penn State. Mm-hmm. They lost. St. John's was a minus one and a half favorite against DePaul. They lost. That is the rule of thumb if you got something else you want to go tell janice today it's that you learned again because i've been saying this every week if a team is three points or less on the road take the home team if vegas isn't giving you three points or more they do not believe in you
2: again money management so take these take these notes
1: you are listening to the snooze you lose podcast i'm your host uncle joe joined by me ron the don don't forget apple music spotify anchor youtube hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at The Black Bookie, Instagram, at The Black Bookie. Give us a like on Facebook. Check out the website, theblackbookie.com. We're want to take a quick break, pay some bills with these words from our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
0: Weddings should be memorable, but not for the groom's lack of style. That's why our friends at The Black Tux design rental suits and tuxedos that you'll love wearing at your wedding. So if you end up getting featured on a list of 23 epic wedding fails, at least you know you'll look good for your close-up. But the best part about the Black Tux is that they have an easy online ordering process that brings your suit or tuxedo straight to you. Just pick a style at theblacktux.com and request a free home try-on so you can feel the fit and quality before you commit. And if online isn't your style, they have showrooms all over the country where you can find your fit and plan your look. Over 5,000 five-star reviews across WeddingWire, The Knot, and their own website agree. You won't find another rental experience or designs like the ones you'll find at the Black Tux. Grooms, if you want your wedding to be remembered for the right reasons, visit theblacktux.com slash listen. That's theblacktux.com slash listen for $20 off your purchase. Walk, don't run, to theblacktux.com slash listen to find a look for you and your crew. Theblacktux.com, formal wear for the moment.
1: Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Welcome back to the Snooze You Lose podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe, joined by me, Ron the Don. This is a sports betting podcast where the motto is always win together, lose together. You know everywhere to find us. Check us out. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that subscribe button. We're going to finish the recap. Keep talking about our picks. Definitely next week, too. Don't forget to send your emails, Joe at theblackbookie.com, as we will feature your email on the Gambler's Anonymous segment. Tell us about a heartbreaker you had that week. And uh, we'll talk about it here right in the past. So keeping things moving. Two twenty eight nineteen. 19 Our snooze-to-lose pick was Austin PV. We took the money line. They lost to Eastern Kentucky 82-80. to this is a bad loss. This is a bad loss. Austin PVs 21 and 10 on the year. Eastern Kentucky's 13 and 18.. Ooh. And late into the season like this, in March, a week before the conference tournaments, you can't be losing to teams at three and 18. Mm-hmm. Um, the stat we actually pulled out for this one that helped us make this pick: Eastern Kentucky is five and 16 after scoring 80 points or more in their previous matchup in the last three years. Five and sixteen after scoring eighty points, and we lost.
2: Did not not, cover. Not a great. Not a great. I mean, like we were on the right side. We were on the
1: right side. Things didn't work out. Uh, Austin Peay was up four at half, and Nick Mayo for East Kentucky hit two free throws with five point seven seconds left. And this is another thing that just chaps my ass. It's like when you're in that position, you're only down two. You got five seconds to play with. You don't need the three. Everybody wants to play hero. There's nothing wrong with going to overtime and trying to win the game because you don't know in overtime who's tired, who can get fouled out, anything. You don't need to be the hero all the time. If it's a wide open look from your best shooter, you you know you call it timeout, you drew, up, you drew up a play, you got a shot, you got to look for your best shooter and he pulls the trigger and it doesn't go in, I can live with that. When you got your point guard getting the ball and trying to sprint down court, getting one screen and firing the three, it's like, come on. There's I've, nothing wrong with overtime.
2: I mean, there, you're absolutely right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with overtime. But, you know, the glamorization of the three yeah, of the yeah, last yeah, few yeah. years, you know. Everyone every, wants to
1: celebrate. Yep. Everyone wants to celebrate. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. nothing. We can celebrate winning an OT too. We could. we could. We could celebrate two ways winning an OT. We celebrate, we won the damn game. <laughs> we didn't lose to a team that's 13 and 18. And Uncle Joe got his money.
2: And his clients got the money. There's a bunch of reasons we could celebrate. We but don't need the three. But here we are, tra- like I said, playing hero ball and stuff. Sometimes it's demise of it, you know? It,
1: it it really it really is so annoying. So that one that one was a tough pill to swallow. And then things got more nerve wracking as we went with Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights for the premium pick that night. Uh they played the Florida Centers. Sorry, Florida From Panthers. Panthers. <laughs> uh and that one Made us weary because we just had our hearts broken by the Austin Peavy game. We turned to the Vegas game, and Vegas down three-one in the first period. Not sitting well, but they actually battled back. They won that game six to five in where overtime, <laughs> because there's nothing wrong with overtime. Come on,
2: nothing. It wrong came with down to guys. a
1: shootout. Uh, Florida's 12 and 14 on the road. The Knights are 20, 10 and four at home. The Florida Panthers lead the NHL
2: in blown leads yikes 21 I mean nice highest th- in the league I mean it has something to do with their goaltending this year uh, Bobby Luongo not, obviously much much older not the same Bobby Luongo that we know from from his Vancouver days where he was like basically s- taking them to the cup um, yeah that's, that's that stat is striking to say, to say the least if there's one thing I can ever recommend to, if you're in Vegas check out a Knights game it's electrifying. You told, you told I went last that? year, uh-huh.
1: the inaugural season, mm-hmm. and it's. it's. I wanted to put my pads on and get out there. <laughs> Can't really skate. I can skate, not well enough to play hockey, but I can skate, mm-hmm. and absolutely electrifying. Uh, That's why they're so down at home.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, and, I mean, and it's surprised to be for them to be where they are mm-hmm. again this year. Usually, your first season, as well as they played, they went to the Cup, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they, went, yeah, to, going they went to the, to the Cup. cup um, you know, losing to OV mm. and then to come back this year, still be dominated at home, still you know making a playoff push. So That's impressive.
2: I mean, like that has to be said. Like their home record, the Vegas flew they were saying it last and year. They it's... do it right. The it's... place is gorgeous too. They did it right. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it's um, probably it's none op- of this barn rocker bullshit there either. <laughs> but you like it though. It's not bad. <laughs> um, so it's right. It's uh, T-Mobile Arena right on the Strip. So. Obviously, the teams are probably going to be staying on the strip, and that that has some effect on on um, it has to, you know. You probably got some of these Russian Russian dudes drinking slugging vodka until f- <laughs> five in the morning. The I had evening. a buddy
1: that went to the All Star Game, and when it was in um, Montreal, it was Montreal or Toronto. It was out there. Toronto. It was in Toronto. He was out there. And, oh no,
2: Montreal, Montreal. I forgot yeah. about the Montreal. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he was like, yeah, they were just in the bar with him <laughs>
2: all night. Regular hockey guys are regular. Mm-hmm. Hockey, hockey guys just love going. They're drinking, regular, dr- yeah. They're regular. Uh, uh, real quick for the seven people that care, mm-hmm. winners and losers of the deadline. Uh, winners of the deadline. Vegas Golden Knights getting getting Mark getting mark seven, a bit of. I heard a bit of a a bit of an uh, you know overreach. Like they paid a bit a yeah. bit more. But this is a probably one of the best two way two way forwards. In this game actually, uh, even though it's a six-five back and yeah. forth, still plus, two, still plus two. So you know, he may not be getting getting on the score sheet as much as you want, especially um, with his new contract, very lucrative very contract. I want to say uh, he got an eight-year contract. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that almost free agent contract. Like so, you saw. Uh, John Tavares getting seven and seventy-seven million. Yeah. So that 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 contract when when you first hit free agency, that's a very lucrative contract. That's a very big contract. Um, I like what I like what the Predators did with uh, getting Wayne Simmons. I would have loved to see him on the island, but obviously, you know, interdivision teams are probably not gonna, not going to yeah. trade. Uh, also, they didn't give they didn't give up too much for for Wayne Simmons. So keep an eye out on on the Predators. Always always did like. Always, would like them a bit, not not to the point point right now where I would like them to be. Yeah, I feel like they would. I feel like they would be like somewhat not as much, not a, not as good record wise as Tampa, but you know, pretty still high up there. But I think that trade def- definitely helps them out. Losers, I hate to say it, especially. I understand that I understand the reasoning why you don't make a trade, but my aisles, not one trade. They were. Did Boston were, do anything? Um I don't think so. Um if you have to think then it wasn't good enough. Even if they did, it wasn't impactful. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I feel I feel like most of the winners were in the were in the Western Conference. I feel like that's where that's where a lot of the trades um like big move trades. Oh, also very interesting um is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Not even in a guaranteed um playoff position, but they were going for it with the Duchesne trade. They were they went in for zingle as, as well. So, again, very, very, very big moves. So, it's all or nothing. They either go for go, winning the cup or not. We're going to keep things rolling, but it's, it's crazy to say all or nothing, and you're not even in. They're, they're, <laughs> it would be something if they were somewhere like... Second, third seed. Exactly, a second seed, a third seed, but they they're fighting for the wild card still. That's tough mm-hmm.
1: But the Vegas Knights Save us from getting Our hearts broken uh, So we finished that day One in one we Keep things rolling Now the new month March 1st Our snooze lose pick We went with Kent State Plus six against Bowling Green They lost We don't give a shit Because they covered the game 77 to 72 uh, They were in position To definitely win that game They trailed 34 to 27 at half But they came back You know both of these teams Are evenly matched Have the same records 20 and, and 9 Both identical uh, but Bowling Green now this year two and zero versus Kent State, so they just seem to have their number. Uh, but we don't care. They did what they had to do. They covered, as they only lost that game by five. We hit the plus six, and we kept things rolling.
2: And that leads us into the prem game of of Friday, the Sacramento Kings money line versus the Clippers. Unfortunately, lost that one, one hundred nine to one sixteen.
1: And that's that's it's like come on kings The Clippers are trying to not even get into the playoffs. They don't want to get in. They can get a higher draft pick. You're at home. On paper, they tr- they traded Tobias Harris. On paper, the Kings are a much better team. You know, once you don't have Harris anymore, you have Gallinari, you have a few pieces. But on paper, the Kings are a better team. They were only down three with a minute and 16 left, and they just couldn't pull that one out. That one really hurt too, because they were at home as well too and that's just a game that they needed to win right behind L.A. in that ninth seed, and they're trying to fight for the eighth seed. Do you realize the last time, since the last time we've been on this podcast since episode three, the Lakers have won one game? One game? They've won one game since the last week we were on here. So we've gone 10-4 and and back-to-back weeks. (laughs) And the Lakers have gone
2: with one win within that time.
1: And it's not like they're in the group part of their schedule. They mm-hmm. lost to Memphis, Phoenix, oh. the Pelicans, <laughs> the Clippers. Oh.
2: Can you? They're run, not
1: losing to Golden State, can you run Toronto, that back, mate?
2: losing to the Phoenix Suns, who are officially eliminated from playoff contention. They've been eliminated the, since October. The Knicks aren't officially eliminated, <laughs> but the Phoenix Suns are, and you lose to them. That's not good. It's at the point now where.
1: And, and you know, I'm, I'm always on the fence where, where people, you know, tanking's bad for the game, tanking's bad for the sport. But at this point, LeBron's not tanking. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. He missed too much time. This team isn't good. Now you're trying to make a push. Rhett, sit it out. Sit it out.
2: We have to remember, he's 34, but those legs are 45. Those legs have had to legitimately... Carry a whole city,
0: mm-hmm.
2: carry a whole city, but just in retrospect, the
1: real, the realistic of the situation, the, the time he's played, back eight straight finals, the Olympics, off-season training, pickup, everything, he's literally hasn't stopped playing basketball since he's in high school. He's had no off-season. Mm-hmm. He he hasn't had one since he's been in high school. And he has he- not had. He's exhausted. Fake. I'm not saying fake it, but. It's at a point now. You can't beat Memphis. You can't beat the Suns. You can't beat the Pelicans. You can't beat the Clippers.
0: <laughs>
1: this this season was never a okay. LeBron's here. He can go to Western Conference Finals. I never thought that. I never believed that. It was always going to be like All right, there'll be like a four or five seed, and we'll see what happens when they get in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, what are we playing
2: for? Like you like you let said, let him rest. Like you said, absolutely. I mean, you, you bring up a great point. The man hasn't had, like, a, like a legitimately... We off. We
1: talk about every day we get... Not every day, but when we get on this mic and every day on Twitter and stuff like that, I talk about there's no days off. On Monday, we got our dicks kicked. We went 0-2. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Show up to work the next day, go 2-0 on Tuesday, 2-0 on Wednesday. That's how we do We show up. That's
2: what LeBron's been doing <laughs> since he's 18. And, I mean, we're here... You know, on Twitter, not, you know, on the court. <laughs> I stretch my thumbs out every right now and then. That's as bad as bad as, much as it gets. Hey, some t- one time I stretched my... Too much, almost sprayed it. Not doing that again. <laughs> you're in awful shape. T- you damn right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, 3-2. The snooze you lose pick. We went with Penn State plus 7 against Wisconsin. They lost, but once again, they did their job. They covered that one 61-57. Uh, Penn State had won three straight head into that matchup. You know, a few people were surprised we took that, you know, 12-17. and 17, And it's, like I said, why I like to watch games because numbers don't always tell the full story. So this was a team that's 12-17 and 17 in the season, but they were playing good ball. They were trying to, you know, they were playing good towards the end of the season. This team had beat Maryland. They just beat Michigan. Um, like I said, they won three straight. So I thought they were going to come in there and fight. And, you know, this team's definitely like in any of sport. They're trying to play spoiler. Mm -hmm. To make things harder for Wisconsin And seeding and things like that for the tournament So they came out and they covered Uh, Wisconsin did end up winning the game late But they came out and covered the plus 7 And we'll take that every time
2: Yeah like you said uh, Maryland, um, Penn State came in beating a very solid Maryland squad
1: And what happened in that Maryland game Maryland was a a 1.5 favorite On the road And that's 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 why I'm here That's a callback my friends (laughs) Play the tapes Go back to the tapes and pull it up That's why we're here. And then we head into the premium pick, the Coyotes over Detroit. By the way, two times this week we went hockey, premium picks, both winners.
2: Uh, Neither one of the
1: teams, the Blackhawks.
2: (laughs) Good change, but I mean, we've been doing pretty well on the podcast with with NHL. So guys, come on now.
1: Don't be scared. Like I said, I don't care if you can't spell the word sport. That's what my job is.
2: What if we can't spell the the word blackhawks or in this case coyotes? Sometimes it's hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they cover beating Detroit three to one. We go two and zero on that day. And shout out to Phoenix eight and two in their last 10. one one six straight. You know they're only two points out of a wild card spot. Came out of nowhere.
2: That's that's my thing. They have come absolutely out of nowhere. Like I said, that that eight and two out of out of the last ten. And I remember us talking about the Blackhawks being two points up, two points out. They've tra- they've trailed off. Guess who comes in in their set? It's the Coyote. It's the Coyotes. So a good pickup on you for for seeing the. Coyotes. Gotta know the trends.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotta know the trends, and this is why. I said it episode one. Say it episode one on one. Don't bet with your heart. Mm-hmm. Don't pick just your favorite teams. Don't go for the. The big uh, marquee matchups, the rivalry weeks, there's money to be made everywhere. You have to know the trends, you have to know the tendencies, and that's what it's about. It's all about a numbers game and being hot. This time, you know, it went our way. Cowboys eight and two in the last ten. Early in the week, when uh, who was it? Wasn't Eastern Kentucky is yeah. five and sixteen over the last three years when scoring eighty points or more. It didn't go our way. So that's what it is. It's discipline, it's money management, but you have to know the trends. I'll take that pick. Six days out of the week, twice on Tuesday, mm-hmm. because I know that we were on the right side of things. Mm-hmm. We didn't close our eyes and just pick out a hat and hope to get lucky.
2: Uh, also, good, good looking out on this as well. Speaking about trends, uh, Red Wings in that that they were losing six straight going going yeah, they in. Suck. Yeah. So again, <laughs> you got a really hot team and a, a team really struggling. So again, look, looking out of those trends. Three three
1: snooze lose pick. We finished the week off with of Wichita State plus three against SMU. Uh, they won this game outright 67-55, to and I gave this pick out before it was even announced that one of SMU's best scorers wasn't even going to play. So I, I thought it should have been a layup to begin with for Wichita to fight and cover, but like you see, 67-55, they, it was never really close um, as they just didn't have enough offense and Wichita came out and, and played great defense.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, good pick up on that one. I'm. I feel like people would have been wary because uh, Wichita was an away team. Two, yeah. and se- two and seven on the road. So, um, but you, again, you saw you saw the trends there. Really liked really liked what happened there. And again, we we won that one. Also. And, and not to forget, I think SMU lost like six of their last seven.
1: Oh. Uh, they played tough against that Cincinnati game we had early in the week. Mm-hmm. But they're they're not a good team either. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, by the way, just want to say completely random, favorite team name Wichita Shockers. Always makes me laugh. <laughs> you look like a. Uh, you would love the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> ha ha.
1: What a, what a funny guy, this that's guy. A good name. That's a good name. I love Hawaii. One, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And two, they play at like 1 a.m. <laughs> on Eastern Time. Yo, so isn't it great? The, just like
2: seeing... Awesome. Just seeing like, re, like random basketball and football at <laughs> awesome. 3 in the morning.
1: One of the best Vegas trips I ever had uh, was when... The London game. Oh. I, I don't remember... Both teams, but I remember the Giants were playing. I want to say Jacksonville, but I don't remember. It's, it's got to be a Jacksonville. They're level. playing the Jags in London. I place my bed in. I wake up. Game's over. <laughs> go downstairs, get my money. Come back, go to sleep because it's only like 9 a.m. It was awesome. It was awesome. So shout out to Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. And then our premium pick, we went to Portland Trailblazers over Charlotte. Uh, they won that game 118-108. We ended Saturday 2-0, plus 200. Um, Sunday. Sunday, sorry. 2-0 and plus 200. Uh, we, well, we end Saturday, too, 2-0, oh, yeah. but that's how we roll on the weekends. <laughs> but that one was just a game, too, where two teams going in completely opposite directions. Portland's 7-3 in the last 10. Charlotte's 3-7 and seven in the last 10. Um, Portland making some moves, too, to try and fight. They picked up Enos Cantor. You know, they're trying to be competitive in the West because um, they're on that fence, too, where a lot of people are talking about it's time to break them up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time that they haven't gotten it done. It's time to break up Dame and CJ. It's just not gonna work out. So we'll see what happens there. It's funny too, talking about like pickups. Looking at what's going on with the Lakers. Yeah. What's going on with the Celtics? Mm-hmm. Oh, another another team, Celtics. Yikes. Mm-hmm. This is. I had this conversation where this is if the Toronto Raptors don't make. The NBA Finals this year It's never going to happen So you, so this is just Talk about the Blue Jackets going now or never mm-hmm. It's now You picked up Marcus Gasol mm-hmm. You have Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. Who's probably not going to stay You don't have LeBron James in the East The Celtics are in absolute disarray Shambles Your one competition should only be I guess you, most people are going to say Philly But they don't really have a bench it's and and health can always be a question mark. It's Philly and the Bucks. If you can't get there now, it's never gonna happen.
2: It's now and never for the sixth side. So if they don't like if they don't make it, and what I predict is the Leafs probably aren't gonna make it either, especially with with um with T- Tampa being in their same division, is Toronto just a cursed city? <laughs> I hate saying that, but is Toronto just a cursed city? It might be. Are they they the new Boston? (laughs) It might be, because it's now or never. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. It's now. It can't. The road, the yellow brick road can't get any yellower.
2: It is is gold, sparkling golden, like you said.
1: It can't get any easier. Mm -hmm. It is literally now or never. Mm -hmm. You are listening to the Snooze and Loose Podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe. Joined by me, Ron the Don. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at The Black Bookie. Instagram at The Black Bookie. Check out the website, theblackbookie.com for premium picks and merchandise. Don't forget to give us that like on Facebook. 10 and 4, another positive week. I don't know what more we have to do. If, If anything, what you learned today that you can take to Janice and Ricky and everybody else you work with and anybody in the neighborhood, if not that information, at least follow the Twitter and check out the website. And of course, this is a podcast to at least get the free picks. And it will still do you plenty of justice. 11 and 3 in the last two weeks. Exactly. That's what I wanted to hear. It is out there for you. We're not like to tell the smucks you don't have to give us 500 retweets. You don't have to DM us. You don't have to give us 1,000 likes. Every day,
2: we show up. But please give us like 1,000 likes and 500 Absolutely. retweets. 1,000 1,001, Because <laughs> you definitely need it. Um, Episode 4 mm-hmm. Awesome show
1: Bryce Harper It sickens me the,
2: the thing I read By the way I like the SNL joke Where uh, they said If this Bryce, An- Bryce Harper's contract Finally answers How much money it takes for a man to go to, Phil- to, <laughs> to Live in Philadelphia Great joke on that one
1: <laughs> He sold more jerseys in 24 hours than any player who signed with a new team in sports history Bryce Harper Mm -hmm. right really can't be that desperate I know Nick Foles left but he can't be that desperate and the the disrespect too because he wears number Mm 3 and the disrespect for someone to say this is going to be like our new AI (laughs) what Allen Iverson took Eric Snow to the NBA (laughs)
2: Finals how dare you Allen Iverson was a icon. Completely changed the game. Just changed the me. wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> he changed the game because of him. There was the new that you got to wear suits in the NBA because of AI. That's how revolutionary that man was back in the day. The new AI. Come Disgusting. on. Disgusting.
1: This the, the, the disrespect. disrespect. Nick Foles to Jacksonville. Though that we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see if he's the Poor. system guy if he could just get
2: it done. Poor Bortles, man. Just. <laughs> I mean, you suck, you suck. Oh, God. They they really thought he was going to be a really good quarterback. Like a top 10 quarterback, Blake Bortles. Last question. Kyler Murray, love the
1: game or love his checking account?
2: Love his checking account? What are
1: you talking about? I'm, Dude, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. It hurts. Listen, this show is a sports betting podcast. All we care about here is wanting and how to make money. And getting that There's money. There's no agenda here. Mm-hmm. There's no... We don't push any agendas here. This is not political... But it hurts me a little bit. I would have loved to
2: see another young black face in baseball. Oh, it, especially, like you said, baseball is definitely one of those, nowadays, the youth isn't, isn't yeah, getting there as and much. they're not getting involved. Especially... And we're
1: losing. CC's going to be leaving. McCutcheon's leaving. Mm-hmm. But there's not many
2: left. Yeah. So I would have loved to see it.
1: Uh, Russell Wilson didn't come. You know, <laughs>
2: that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I mean, you, can, you can't leave that money on the table. I don't blame I don't blame And... What is, it, what is he gonna do for, for three for three, four years? He's gonna be riding an A, A ball, double A ball, going on buses, staying at the holiday and express. He doesn't even do that now. That's what I'm saying. Why? People are like, people are like, oh, you should no, come on guys. <laughs> you know you if you're smart and thinking about like the well-being of everyone, you gotta go in for football.
1: Thanks again, everybody for look, listening to us. Make sure you follow Ron The Don as well on Twitter. He's going to give his weekly beer reviews. Episode four, you know where to find us. As always, we will end with the icon, Billy Walters. I've had losing weeks. I've had losing months. But I've never had a losing year. Snooze You Lose Podcast. Until next time.